Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Story Darlings podcast. I'm Sandra. And I'm Tara. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm really excited about this episode, which this is, if you guys haven't, you know, caught on yet, me and Sandra have very different takes on everything, which is kind of amusing to get into. But this episode is really exciting for me. Not so much for Sandra. Yeah. I'm not a big Christmas person, so bah humbug. But <laughs> Tara is over here. If you're watching this on video, she's just beaming like Will Ferrell, an elf, just to talk she about She does this stuff. watch Christmas movies. <laughs> I've only seen bits and pieces of it, and everyone always acts shocked, but I'm just like, no, I, don't, I haven't really seen it all the way through ever. I love Christmas movies. <laughs> I love the, like, hopefulness of them, the joy. I don't know. It just suits my personality really well. Joy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like, do you like, what is the, a Christmas carol with like all the bah humbugs in there? Yeah. I feel like you'd like that one. It still has a good ending, but you can stop it before the ending. Yeah. It's not one of my favorite Christmas movies, but mine are a little more, I don't know, untraditional, I guess. How long is your list? Um, I have probably about 10, and that doesn't include <laughs> any of the Hallmark or Lifetime. Oh my Christmas God. Movies, we don't have time don't, for this. Like, I don't remember what episode it was, but I mentioned I had just watched a Christmas movie, and my kids were all giving me a hard time because it was like September. <laughs> I love Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Tara's an every holiday kind of gal. I do. I like holidays. What have you been <laughs> doing? I have not been doing too much. Just been kind of lazing around. Yeah, I was going to say you've been kind of quiet this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just sitting on my butt doing nothing. Well, actually, I did do a lot this week. So we bought all of our Christmas presents and wrapped all of them. So they are under the tree. We put up our tree. Yeah, we are. we are ready for Christmas. And the kids have already opened up one of their Christmas presents. Because they talked me into it yesterday. Yeah, no tree here. No presents yet. Poor Vin. Uh, oh, he he gets a lot of stuff all year long, I feel like. But yeah, I just, I'm behind this year. I have a lot going on, as you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe tonight I'll put up the tree just to make Vincent smile. You're going to sit there and be like, I hate Christmas, I hate Christmas, I hate Christmas. It's just a complicated holiday for me. Anywho, what have you been watching? What have you been reading? I This is going to go completely against my Christmas mood here, but I have been watching 2020, which is all about like murders. <laughs> and so that is what I've been watching before I go to bed at night. <laughs> a very weird combination of things right now. What have you been reading, watching, listening to? Watching. So Wheel of Time uh, released Mm -hmm. like a week, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, So I've been watching that. There's at the time of this recording, four episodes have been released. And I think the latest one might be my favorite. I'm not sure. But so watching that and then I have been making my way through the Poppy War trilogy. So I am reading the dragon republic right now i've been reading a lot so i finished reading infinite jest like weeks ahead i know i'm like no more it is such a mind bendy book and there are so many things to like i kind of want to go back and read it 
<laughs> not anytime like right now, but there were just so many things that I'm sure I missed and it just gets me thinking a lot. So finished reading that one, finished reading A Shadow in the Ember. I read The Poppy War and so now I'm reading the sequel to The Poppy War, The Dragon Republic. So yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing and getting ready to move. So if you set up your Christmas tree now, are you just going to have to reset it up and when you move? Mm-mm. No. You're not going to? Mm-mm. Well, fun. That was kind of a downer. So give me your sweet and <laughs> sours. Um, sour first. I have just been really struggling with communicating with my family. I've shared a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. It's just hard for months on end not getting the support that I need. Mm-hmm. Just not getting the understanding, and it just makes things even more difficult and drawn out. And yeah, it just gives me a lot of anxiety. But yep. <sighs> when in doubt, just don't talk about it, right? Just shut them out. You don't Seems need to that type thing of ne- to do. negativity in your life. Yeah. So there's that. I guess the sweet is I finally got a decent desk chair so my back isn't like aching sitting here at my little workstation I have set up so I, I'm I feel taller but it's like helping my back feel good so I'll take that as a sweet tell me your sweet and sours so my sour is I feel like I'm so old like my <laughs> bones crick they like hurt all the time like every single freaking day something new hurts on me and like I'm not that old to feel like I'm 90 I promise I'm not 90 but I feel like I'm 90 um and then my sweet is we had a nice thanksgiving um I know I told you a little bit about it but um it was just nice it's nice to have everything off my plate now mm-hmm. and I can just do what I want to do yeah so very freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get that. So I'm I'm in the mindset to enjoy Christmas this year, which I know I say I love Christmas movies and I do, but I have not enjoyed Christmas for the last like three to four years. Because yeah. it's all just been a hassle instead of something fun. And I'm looking forward to that again this year. Yeah. Just getting to enjoy things. Good. That makes me happy to hear. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to start <laughs> us off go. as we as we kind of alluded to. This is this is our Christmas episode, and we are going to go through our favorite Christmas movies. And I have a lot, and Sandra has very few. So two, I have two. Um, Sandra, why don't you tell us what two you have? Maybe they'll be on my list too. I have to sprinkle mine in. So I feel like you should do like a couple and then I'll throw one in and then you do like a few more and then I'll throw in another one. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go with, I don't know if this is my favorite, but it's the one that's been around for me the longest. And so I'm going to say Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Once you get past two, it's kind of iffy in the Home Alone genre, but Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, I don't remember when they came out, but I was very little when they did. And it's just been one of those movies that's been inked in my brain for a very, very long time. And then Home Alone 2, I don't remember this, but my mom said that we went to the movie theaters for this. And 
during the scene and if you have not watched this movie i'm sorry this is a spoiler but if you have not watched this movie in like almost 25 years or whatever the link that's is, on you that's on you <laughs> dig out of that rock but anyway so in the movie he gets lost in new york city and he you know does all of his funny things and then at the very end his mom had been trying to find him he he was trying to find his mom and they meet at this little christmas tree well not little but the christmas tree in new york city and she is behind him and i guess i stood up in the like movie theater and yelled she's behind you oh my gosh (laughs) and my mom's like sit down and shut up but (laughs) i was very excited for them to see each other so yeah, that's that's the story my mom tells every time we mention a Christmas movie. It's about my starring role in <laughs> Home Alone. Tara is very animated with the different things that she connects with mm-hmm. since childhood. <laughs> yes, yes, since childhood. <laughs> I've wanted everybody to find a happy ending. Come on now. Yeah. Home Alone, I feel like that's a classic one, a good mm-hmm. one. I enjoy that one. I feel like Macaulay Culkin, when I was a kid anyway, was like a favorite actor. There was like Macaulay mm-hmm. Culkin and JTT, you know? Yeah. So there was like Richie Rich and I, li- I liked all those movies. Those are feel-good movies. What was the JTT Christmas movie? What was that called? Like Home Home Again or? I don't know. I can't. I don't remember I don't that one, but you, you mentioning his name. I was like, he did one too. Yeah. Now I'm going to like want to know what the, the name of it so- is. It'll be in the show notes, I'm sure, when you're putting that together. It will be, because I will look it up after this. Yeah, so we should try and talk about as many different things so that you have to look (laughs) them all up and put them in the show notes. We talk about a lot of things, and those show (laughs) notes take freaking forever. What's your next one? Um, So... My next one is a newer one, and it's very inappropriate for kids, but A Bad Mom's Christmas. It's got Kristen Bell in it, and I forgot who else, but Kristen Bell. And it's it's a spinoff of the Bad Moms movie, where she like feels like such a crappy mom, but I need like, to watch she's that. just a normal mom, <laughs> and, and it's hilarious. And so they did a Christmas one, and her, their parents or their moms come into town. So it's like the grandmas and the moms, and they're just acting bad together. It's, it's very funny. So yes, you do need to watch that one. That sounds like one that I'm in the mindset to watch right now. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's just they're all living in their, like, they're not perfect moms. Like, they all have their flaws in some way. So yeah, I think you'd enjoy that. Makes you feel better about being a mom. I'll wait until you add that one to the show notes and tell me where it's streaming and then I'll play that one. <laughs> okay. Yes, I will. I will try and find that. And then I feel like this one will will be one you, you enjoy with Vin, but The Grinch, it's a classic and it's got some Baham buggy stuff in it and love The Grinch. It's, it's great. There are multiple versions. So I, I actually like the new cartoon one the best. I haven't seen it. But I like all of them. Who played the Grinch in the weird costume? Was that Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, yeah. Yeah. I miss him. I used to love Jim Carrey. He was so great. Mm-hmm. I loved him. I also know that you like this one. Just Friends is technically a Christmas movie. And I That's know you mentioned mine. it in, in another episode. So I put that mm-hmm. on my list too. I haven't actually, I don't remember seeing all of that one. I might have. But I don't yeah. remember it. 
Yeah, Just Friends is one of my two favorite movies. <laughs> I and figured, of course I was trying to guess the ones that were your favorite. <laughs> too. You got one. Yeah. Mm. No, I love Just Friends because I forget who introduced it to me. Like it was over a summer, like several, several years ago after college sometime. But it was like the first Ryan Reynolds movie I had ever seen. And I feel like Amy Smart was pretty mm -hmm. big back then too. Like she was in Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. And I always thought Amy Smart was so pretty. And there was a girl that went to high school with us, Krista, that always mm -hmm. reminded me like physically of, of Amy Smart. But and then Anna Ferris is in it and she is like absolutely hilarious. She is a riot. And I just remember laughing so much. But basically the premise of that story is Ryan Reynolds, who plays Chris, is like this obese, very gawky, awkward high schooler who's BFFs with Amy Smart, who's popular and everyone has a crush on her. And she basically kind of friend zones him. And it's like traumatizing for Chris and Chris ends up moving away and becoming like this big wig in LA and loses all the weight and starts, you know, dating whoever. And he so he's with like Anna Ferris, who's like this pop icon essentially which is just absurd as you watch the movie and then he comes back for the holidays comes back home and it's kind of like one of those some things never change so he has some gawky moments he falls back into some of his moments that were like very awkward for him and he still has feelings for amy smart and it's just there's so many things that like made me laugh about this movie and just uh, it's, it's one of my go-to comfort movies, I would say, whether it's Christmas time or not, but I just, I love it. And it was what introduced her to Ryan Reynolds. So mm -hmm. he's the greatest yeah. more power to that movie. <laughs> so one that's a tradition for my family is the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yep. So we have to watch that every single year. And so I don't know if this is necessarily that I like it or that we just have to watch it. Not really sure which one that one is, but we have to watch it. And it is pretty funny. So mm -hmm. I will give it that. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of stupid humor in it. Yes. Yes. Know. A lot of stupid. I do like the Vegas National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation, though. Like that one's my favorite out of the series. But yes, it's a lot of stupid humor. Randy Quaid. Dear Lord, the whole, like his whole character in that movie, just, it gets me. I'm bad with names. Is he the main actor? No, he's, he's the cousin. Is he the, oh, he's the, the weird cousin, cousin with, the shitter. with the trailer thing? Yeah. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> yes, that one. Yeah. With Snots the dog. Yep. That's another Christmas staple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one's that. Um, and then more recently... These two are just cute ones that the kid, well, I guess one, the kids could watch. But Anna Kendrick was in a holiday movie called Noel, and she's like the daughter of Santa Claus. And so she's like trying to go like find her brother who ran away when he became Santa Claus. That's me. And, she, and she's just got such a perky, like Christmassy, like spirit and her brother's in LA as a yoga teacher because he doesn't want to be Santa and she just loves everything Christmas and it's it's a cute little movie. I feel like Anna has a very infectious peppy 
even it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what role she's in like i watched a few months ago 50 50 which is kind of a downer mm -hmm. of a movie with you know joseph gordon levitt in it and i feel like even for her role there because she was supposed to be like a therapist or something and yeah. she was still just like well i watched her in the accountant with um ben affleck which is a really good movie too and she wasn't she was a little perky but she was more serious in that one but yeah, hmm. she's usually that like little perky, happy-go-lucky, everything's yeah. fine. I think that that's her personality too. So I don't think she's like really shooting very far to to be these characters, but kind of like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. I think I think she has a niche. So I love that one. And then Emma Roberts was in a one that's like a straight to Netflix one. It's called Holiday. And I feel like you'd like that one too. <laughs> Um, holidays be because basically the premise of it is she doesn't have a boyfriend for the holidays right and so she like gets this friend or meets this guy at a bar or whatever and she's like they agree to be each other's holidays so they can go with each other to like holiday all parties the horrible and stuff. things yes yes and um in in doing this she like he he blows off his like finger or something I don't know. There was fireworks involved, and they're at one of her her family's holiday parties. Then, so she has to rush into the hospital, and she doesn't drive. And so it was just a very funny scene because she's freaking out because she has to drive, and he's freaking out because he just had a finger blown off. <laughs> Sounds like a very promising holiday party, but it was a pretty cute movie. Holiday huh? on Netflix. Mm hmm on Netflix. So I think you'll enjoy that one. That's more comedy than Christmas spirit. Yeah, you've heard so many more Christmas movies than I have. I love Christmas movies. Like, throw me a romantic comedy anytime. I'm good. Or a 2020 episode, whichever one. Murder or comedy. Hashtag scared and horny. That's Tara. <laughs> um, <laughs> Couldn't help then, myself. Yes, yes. Um, then I'm just going to go through my list here because Sandra's not. <laughs> I have helpful. one more. I'm saving it. Okay. So this one's not one that per se I love, but there's a part in it that I do like or a person's name in it that I like because I think it's just kind of punny. But there's a movie that Vanessa Hudgens is in and it's called A Night Before Christmas and it's k-n-i-g-h-t so he's like this knight from like way back when he gets trapped in this portal and like gets brought into like future times or whatever and he meets vanessa and his name is sir cole and so every time in the movie all i heard was circle circle and so for some reason that is sticking in my head as a christmas movie that i liked because all i heard was circle and I do like Vanessa Hudgens, so I have another Vanessa Hudgens movie, and it's The Princess Switch. So she plays, like, multiple characters in that, and there's a one, a two, and a three. Three just oh. came out this year. Was that a straight-to-Netflix thing, too? Mm-hmm. That's where I saw it. Okay. Yep. Which, is Vanessa, like, a singer, or was she on Disney Channel? Or I She was in High School Musical with Zac Efron. Like, that's oh. when they were dating. So she played, what was her name? Gabby? No. I don't know her name. I don't think I watched that. I'm really good at the this game, everybody. <laughs> well, I don't know her name in that movie, but my kids love it. All I remember Sharpay and Troy, I think, is Zac Efron's character. 
I don't remember. I remember Nessa's. thinking Zac Efron was like the cutest thing ever. He's not bad. He's not bad. He's Wasn't not, there not something cute. recently that like came out with potential like face like plastic surgery or something? I oh, thought I, I saw a weird picture of him with his jaw or lips or something all completely different and he just looked weird. But Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's fake news. I do know in Baywatch he was very, very attractive. <laughs> Baywatch, oh my god. Tara has it's seen like- everything. And if it has topless guys in it, she has seen it, everybody. (laughs) No, I haven't watched. What was the like, this is going to be bad, but the one where Charlie Hunnam, the king or something like that, like there was a big thing about like the full frontal that was going on. Or maybe it was, um, what's his name? Chris Pine. Maybe he was the one in it. I don't know. There was a a movie that was like full frontal that everybody was losing their damn minds about. I did not watch that. So that I feel like he was naked in that one. So yeah, he was in what movie made me have a crush on him? Seventeen again. Is that Zac Efron? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was. Mm -hmm. Yep. I really like the scene in that one where he's like talking to his daughter's boyfriend, and he's like, "One of three things make you the douchebag that you are." And like he named them, and like the last one is, you are compensating for something small. You you have to watch that scene again because it cracked me up. It's you let been him a very it. long time. Yeah, I don't remember that. That is also, I think, on Netflix now. Mm. So just so you know. Now let's get back to our Christmas movies instead of our <laughs> down the gutter movies. Um, <laughs> Christmas Chronicles is also a Netflix one. There's a one and a two. It's got Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. It's a really cute movie. The premise is that these two little kids, their dad recently died. He was a firefighter and died in a home fire. And so they're going through the Christmas season without their dad. Um, And one's like, he's like early teens and the other one's like a 10 year old girl or something like that. And so they're going through this this time and the, the boy is a little rebellious because he doesn't understand why his dad like had to do that and gave his life and made them live without him and blah, blah, blah. So he's a little resentful that his dad is dead. Um, but the little girl is just trying to like live, you know, and try and be positive. And so they have their little tips, um, but she wants to catch Santa Claus so that she can ask him to bring her dad back for Christmas or something similar to that. And so they end up meeting Santa Claus and it's like this little journey of, you know, helping Santa Claus save Christmas because they accidentally made him crash the sleigh. (laughs) And so they do it and they, they get their Christmas spirit back and it's just really cute. It's definitely one to watch with the kids. It's so cute. You should watch that with Vin. That's your homework for tonight. I can't get Vincent to do anything besides like, Play Nintendo Switch right now. He's just all about Mario. I can't get him to stop. So introduce him to this movie because my kids like refuse to get off their tablets and their Fortnite and their whatevers. And they will watch this movie for the 10th time. I think we've already watched it twice this year. Yeah, I mean, I could try. Vincent is not a movie person at all. He just does not watch movies. But I will try. Yeah. He goes back to school tomorrow. I'm so happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's been out of school for like a couple weeks now because of COVID, school shutdown stuff. So he is not excited about going back. And I'm just like, 
You're about to go and get smart. <laughs> Learn things right Learn. before a Christmas holiday. I know. That's the thing. Anywho. My last one, again, is not a Christmas movie, but it is a scene. It's Mean Girls. So where they do the little talent show and they're like in the little Santa suits and they're yeah. singing the song. Love that scene for some reason. So, yeah. There you go. That's that's the end of my Christmas joy. I meant to watch that this weekend because, you know, I do remember that Rachel McAdams, that's her mm-hmm. name, right? Yeah. It's like one of the only scenes I remember in that movie. It's been so long. But I know that they have the sequel movie that came out like six or seven years after. I saw mm-hmm. that on Netflix the other day. But that one's not as good. I haven't mean seen girls it. too. Yeah, it's it's not as good, I don't think. I feel like they never are. Mm-mm some sequels live up i think i don't know i think the die hard sequels lived up oh man bruce willis was another favorite i loved everything bruce willis was in yeah i think die hard's really good and even like the most recent one i enjoyed i i don't know that my husband would say it's like on par with the first ones but i don't know what number it was but it's like fifth or sixth third fourth i don't know i thought it held up really well yeah there's the fourth Matrix movie that's coming out either this month or early January. I can't remember. I am so freaking excited. I love Keanu Reeves. It's like all of our like movies that we had growing up are being remade right now. And it is perfect. Mm-hmm. As long as they do them right, it is perfect. Yeah. Because it's just like a nostalgic hit at the same time you, your kids are learning something. Like we went to see Ghostbusters this weekend the new one mm. and now we have to watch the old ones with their kids because they really enjoyed it yeah so i can't wait until i'm at an age with vincent where he can appreciate those things a little bit more mm-hmm. but yeah i totally get it I, oh one thing i forgot to mention so i thought last year i had seen an article that there was going to be a just friends sequel like ryan mm. reynolds had, a, mm-hmm. he had agreed to do it so I was super excited about it. Now I haven't heard anything else about it or if it's like dead in the water or what, but I was looking forward to that if it was coming out again. I don't know what they would make the premise of this. Maybe it's their son or something. Yeah. I or mean, their it's daughter. Been like 15, 16 years since this movie came out. It was like Keanu Reeves. I mean, Ryan Reynolds was more in my 20s, I later. would say. Yeah. Uh, Mel Gibson, uh, problematic. <laughs> that one but, didn't age well. No, but I mean, I feel like his movies, I just mm-hmm. watched all the time too. So my second Christmas movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Jingle All the Way. Oh, yeah. Yep. And it has um, Rita Wilson in it, Tom Hanks's wife, mm-hmm. and who? Sinbad. Sinbad used to be big too, I feel like. Yeah, Maybe yeah. in the 90s or something like that. But I love Jingle All the Way. Like, it has like the perfect balance of that old, like, 90s humor and just ridiculous stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the consumerist type of message in it, too, because the whole premise of the movie is this dad, he's just an average Joe, a workaholic, and he's too busy working and killing it at his job to remember to go Christmas shopping for his kid and his wife. So he's, like the rate all the rage this year is this toy called turbo man every kid is like losing their minds to get their hand on this action figure of turbo 
man. And so, of course, he waits till the last minute to go Christmas shopping and there's all these shenanigans and like, it's just ridiculous and it makes me laugh so hard. But by the end of the movie, he does get the toy for his kid, but then like he totally forgot about his wife too. So it just like ends on like a little cliffhanger with the wife like, so what did you get me? <laughs> and it's just, there's just something about that decade and that humor and just like maybe mm -hmm. those traditional spouse interactions and things like that that just make make me chuckle but yeah i feel like my dad never bought any of our christmas presents yeah my dad i feel like either. i feel like that was not i don't know maybe other dads did i feel like that wasn't the most realistic thing that he was the yeah. one going out and buying this one present. But I also, don't at me, but I also find Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting, like, he, he's a great whatever, but he cannot act. Oh, it's horrendous. Yeah, that's what makes so, it great. I was trying to make it, like, a nice <laughs> way of saying, like, he's not going to win an Oscar ever. <laughs> I mean, anything. yeah, at the end of the day, Arnold is Arnold. That's what makes him him. <laughs> I did love like, him in Kindergarten Cop. Oh, yeah, Kindergarten so Cop. With this whole acting thing, it, it cracked me up. But, yeah, he's definitely not going to be up there. In yeah, Kindergarten Cop. Movie. Total Recall. I just, twins? Yeah. Where him and Danny DeVito were twins. Yeah, and what was the one where he was like pregnant? <laughs> you know the the one I'm talking Maybe about. That's twins. Is it twin? Um, I thought it was called like not Mr. Mom or so it was something stupid like that. Okay, but he's been in so many things. So mm -hmm. he's like Sylvester Stallone. Like as I watch Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> movies back, I'm like, mm, you're never gonna win an Oscar either. But they're great. If if either one of those have won an Oscar, don't at me because I don't understand how that's We have possible. no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I did not look that up either. Um, but yeah, I love Sylvester Stallone's movies, but he is not up there within like the best actors in the world. And Justin would bite me, but I don't think Over, Over the Top is the best movie. I don't even know what that's about. It's a ridiculous like 90s movie. <laughs> so the premise is the dad is like a truck driver and he's not near his son very often and his son's in this military academy because his mom married this military guy and so he doesn't get to see his son very often and when he does the dad's always on the road and so the son has to like tag along on the road with him and the thing that gets me I think the most like I, I think it'd be okay except for the fact that Sylvester Stallone's character doesn't like go to the gym. He works out for like arm wrestling competition. Oh my God. In his truck. And so he has like this little, like, you can't see what I'm doing, but this little like pulley thing that he like, like exercises while he's driving. Yeah. Justin's one of his favorite movies, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And yeah, I just, I don't, you don't get it. You don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, it's it's fine. It's a feel good movie. Like at the end, the the little boy gets involved in the arm wrestling competitions and wins, and like they bond and all of these things. Yeah. But like, I'm just like, I 
I don't, I don't get the premise. I don't get these arm wrestling competitions, but it's okay. Yeah, I, I'm not a own. big Stallone fan at all. I was trying to think of like who else was big growing up. Nicolas Cage was one of them. Mm-hmm. Connor, Face Off. Yeah. Um, I just thought of somebody that was big. Oh, the weird dude from Conair. He was big. The one that. Oh like, yeah. Liked, He's in a lot of things. Liked what did he like in there that was really weird? Like fire or something? Barbies. Oh, the dolls. Yeah. Yeah. He was so he so was weird. big. He was big in a lot of movies back then. Nicholas Cage. Um, Sean Connery was big back then too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to revisit. Chuck Norris. Oh my God! What happened to him? And Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going through the the Expendables cast. Oh jeez! Because right <laughs> you're cheating. Arnold, Arnold was in there. Sylvester was in there. Jean Claude and Chuck Norris. I'm like, who else was in this movie? Oh, Bruce Willis was in it too. Yeah. I miss Robin Williams too. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of his movies were really feel good comfort movies for me too. Yeah, and his is he. He just makes me sad now, like going back and watching all of his happy movies and, you know, those things that were joyful when I was a kid just makes me sad because like that quote about the person who's giving the most joy in the world is likely the one that's, you know, fighting the most inside because they just want other people to be happy because they know what it's like to be depressed. And I'm like, every time I watch one of those, I'm like, he's just doing that to make other people happy. Yeah, he had more going on than just the depression, though. There mm-hmm. was this biography. I think it's just called Robin. It's kind of a long book for a biography, I feel like. But it went into detail about all of the physical things that he was going through, like with his brain and stuff like that, and how he was very aware of the fact that he was losing his capacity to think really quickly and witty on his feet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, that would get me too. If you're aware of it happening and there's nothing that you can do about it, you know, that would be. Awful. That goes back to the the episode that we had not too long about ago about like the me before you, and if you know that you're losing everything that makes you you, what kind of decision would you make? Yeah, it sounds like what he did is, you know, he made the decision. Yeah, it was just heartbreaking. It's like absolutely awful. Anyway, this is supposed to be a cheerful episode. It's supposed to be Christmassy. We are not doing the best. Okay, now I have to come up with another <laughs> one because I I'm out of my list, but I need to like bring this bring this back up here. Let's see. I'm definitely gonna watch Just Friends and Jingle All the Way probably like in the next two weeks. I'm gonna watch both of them. It's like a must for me. I'm probably gonna watch a lot of Lifetime and. Hallmark Christmas movies and they all have the same premise so I don't even have to tell you like a name of a movie because they all have the same premise this chick is like either like really well off and she has to go home in this small town and she meets this guy from the small town and they fall in love and they have a great Christmas or the chicks from the small town and this really suited up dude has to like you know pop a tire on the road to a meeting or something that he has to drive through this itty bitty town for and he meets this chick and he falls in love and he misses his meeting because he stays there for an extra two weeks somehow changing his tire and then they fall in love and they have a magical christmas 
Tara is such a sucker. I have just given you the plot to every single Hallmark. Or or I guess there's a third plot. There's a prince. Uh. And somehow he either makes it to a small town or a small town girl makes it to his country. They fall in love and have a magical Christmas. There you go. There are no princes coming to your rescue. So anyone out there, you're just going to have to pull up yourself by your bootstraps. And I was trying to raise this episode back up here. <laughs> Come on now. There could be a prince. Don't let Sandra Bahung bug you. Yeah, you could be Meghan Markle. Yeah. Although I'm not sure that her life turned out exactly how she pictured with her prince. She Where'd she end up? Like they're back in, in California Southern California right now. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at least the weather's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to silver linings this here. It's so um, weird that he ended up being kind of the hot one. I remember when we were really young. Yeah. Dear Lord, a 17-year-old Prince William was freaking fire. And then now I he remember has no hair. you thinking that. <laughs> now he has no hair and it's losing his, his in fire. high school. In high school, I feel like all Tara did was talk about like Prince William or Colin Farrell or Ooh. soccer players or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that was literally all Tara would talk about. As you can see, nothing has changed. I have a type and it's anything with an accent. <laughs> I just love you. But then Sandra was the one who dated all the accents in college, so... A lot of them were assholes. Sandra stole my men. No. No. <laughs> Everyone was an asshole in college. Yeah. True yeah, story. See, you agree. It was awful. I hope you're listening, David. Every single one of you sucks. Every single one. Anywho. <laughs> this, this was a great Christmas episode, guys. <laughs> turned into nostalgia for me i know Sandra. well i feel like that's what christmas basically is it's just mm -hmm. for me personally christmas just brings up so many memories that i would rather just not even think about so it's like christmas in a lot of ways growing up it yeah it meant everyone getting their you know the ipod when it first came out like that was huge or everyone getting a video game or like their own little laptop or something like these crazy things but it also meant like for my family, just unnecessary debt and financial stress, mm -hmm. and then all of the arguments and fights that came out of that, and it was just so stressful. This is why I'm the way that I am, people. See, from my Christmas, like you mentioned, everybody got the iPad and all of those things, and my family was never capable of doing that. And so, like, oh, mine couldn't. I, but they did it I anyway. Got, I got like a CD one Christmas, and that was pretty expensive for me a christmas present a cd cds used to cost a lot yeah, yeah it was like 20 bucks but yeah. so i remember going to school and i guess i went the other way because i remember going to school and being the person that like has to hear about everybody else's christmas mm -hmm. presents and i didn't get very much so i just like sat there quietly like don't don't look at me don't ask me, make me because cry. I don't, yeah i don't want to tell you um and so I guess I looked at the things that Christmas offered that weren't that and tried yeah. to make some good out of it. And so I think that that's where I get my Christmas yeah. joy out of the things that aren't money or the things yeah. that aren't, 
you know, what I didn't get when I was a kid, which is also PSA why I think it's very important to think about what other people can get. And no, it's not your responsibility to change what you want to do for your kids. But if you make very large presents from Santa for little kids, the other little kids don't understand why Santa didn't yeah, think that stop they were doing good. that. Yeah. Like make them from you. Like get your kid whatever the hell you want to get them. That's your prerogative. But like it's not as easy to explain why Santa didn't come to their house or why, you know, things like that. It is easy to explain that, hey, my parents don't have as much money as yours or whatever. But Santa's supposed to be this all-knowing, all whatever. And it's just it's sad for kids that don't get that. That's my soapbox for this time. Do what you want with it. This is why I love doing this podcast, though, when we always have completely opposite takes and opinions on stuff. It's because at the end of the day, it's not objectively right or wrong. It's just a different- our thoughts are molded by what we experienced growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's what I love about it. Yeah. And everybody else has similar or very, very different experiences. Yeah. Um, and that's your life. That's how you got to be who you are. And it's, it's great. But yeah, I, I love the nostalgicness of Christmas and being able to share that with my kids now, mm-hmm. seeing their joy and being able to remember how fun it was for me just to have that joy and to be innocent with it and not understand everything that went into making that a fun moment or, you know, whatever. Just the whole season. I also like showing my kids that other people aren't as well off as them, which sounds bad. I don't mean that in a negative way, but like the world is a crappy place for some people, just Mm -hmm. a crappy place. And my kids have it pretty decent. Like they're not the most well off. They're not whatever, but they have parents to love them. They have grandparents to love them. They have people there for them and other kids don't have that. And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's a way for me to show my kids that a little bit of kindness, a little bit of, you know, thinking about what other people are experiencing goes a long way. Yeah. And I can show them based off of what I experienced as a kid and hopefully that matters to them. Yeah. Well said, Tara. So if you're listening to this, Christmas is upcoming. So whether you celebrate Christmas or not, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season with everyone that you love and that is special to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And bring up some of that holiday cheer, no matter what that means to you. For Sandra, it's different than what it is for me. But no matter what that is for you, have your, your cheerful time. Mm-hmm. All right. Until next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.